You're listening to the Heal Better Fast podcast, dedicated to bridging the gap between alternative healthcare and mainstream medicine in utilizing everything good to help you feel great. We're glad you tuned in. Now here's your host, Dr. Michael Pound. My guest today was handpicked due to her interesting health journey in finding resolution for a chronic condition, which she eventually attributed to toxins in the environment. Cheryl Meyer is the author of It Feels Good to Feel Good, Learn to Eliminate Toxins, Reduce Inflammation, and Feel Great Again. Now, although our body has adapted methods in purging toxins, it can definitely become overloaded, as I've seen in practice, and Cheryl's approach is definitely one to explore. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome our next guest, Cheryl Meyer. Cheryl, welcome to the show today. I'm glad to have you on the show today, and I've read quite a bit about your bio, and, and you have quite the story. So uh, let's get started with talking a little bit about how this journey started and how you got from point A to point B. Well, it's really lovely to be here, so thank you for having me. I was an entrepreneur, and I have my own jewelry business, and I was working 24-7. And as a result of that, my spare time was either taking care of others, I had an ill mother for for 10 years, or taking care of my staff or taking care of my friends. But the missing quotient was I was never taking care of me. And I was always on fast speed. I was eating stress for for a living. Um, And I thought stress was great because it motivated me to move forward with all the things I wanted to accomplish. And when I ate, I was eating on the fly. I was eating rich fatty, sweet, sugary foods. And, you know, all it was, I was on a course for disaster. And toxic load, which is what my book is about, is something that builds up over time. And you have to control it when you get the first signs, which I didn't. My first sign was that I was allergic to my underarm deodorant. They either made me blister or they made me rash. Then suddenly I was bothered by anybody who was wearing cologne. And I didn't recognize that as a sign. Then I woke up one morning and my tongue and my mouth were swollen. And it ended up that we figured out that that was um, fabric softener. And so I started recognizing that my body was not reacting positively. But did it make me change? No. Until one morning I woke up and I couldn't move. I had so much pain from top to toe. And so that's where my journey began. Um, my doctor didn't recognize what was wrong with me. She wanted to give me steroids. I certainly didn't know what was wrong with me. I went to a leading expert for autoimmune disease, and he told me I definitely didn't have autoimmune disease because I didn't have all of the symptoms of any one of the individual autoimmune diseases. And so I was like a little bit from column A and a little bit from column B, and there where he just wanted me to take more over-the-counter pain medications. And I wasn't going to take steroids, and I knew something was wrong with me, so I dug in and started to research. So that's where my journey began. Um, And the book is actually the manual that I wrote that I wish I had had when I first got sick. Ends up, I do have autoimmune disease. It's called undefined autoimmune disease, but I have all the markers for autoimmune. And one of the big things that I learned causes autoimmune disease are toxins and stress because they create something called leaky gut. And so I listened to 10 different symposiums with functional doctors talking about all different things, whether it was your thyroid or your adrenals or your stress. And they kept coming back to it was leaky gut. And I kept saying, could my issue be as simple 
as solving leaky gut. Well, leaky gut's not a simple issue, but it did finally lead me to a functional doctor. And let me just go quickly into the difference between an integrative and a functional doctor and then a conventional doctor. Conventional doctor wants to hear what's wrong with you and give you a pill. A integrative or a functional doctor are root cause doctors. They might give you a pill, but really what they want to do is find out what's causing the symptom in the first place. So I've been like an onion that's been being peeled layer by layer as we've dug down to try to find my root cause. And it's an ongoing journey. At the moment, I am in the middle of a mold detox. Who would have thunk this little city girl was loaded with mold? And we're hoping this is going to be my root cause. But if not, we're going to come up with something else. It's much more creative. And the best thing about going through this kind of a practitioner is they listen to you and really want to help you. So um, that's been an integral part of my wellness. But I started on my own researching toxins and eliminating them one by one. And I was appalled because there are toxins in every phase of my life. I sort of knew about genetically modified. I didn't really know that. I kind of was eating organic in the beginning, but not enough. And so I dug into that. And then I discovered all the toxins in processed food and fast food and canned goods and how toxic sugar is. Both real sugar and fake sugar are just god-awful for your body. And I had stopped drinking um, Coke and um, sodas a long time ago, but the more I read about those, whoa, they're good for cleaning the floor or your chrome on your car, but not for your body. And then that led me to um, my functional doctor did a sensitivity test, ended up I had 18 of them. I call them my kryptonite, and I avoid all of those. Um, I actually put them on a business card, so if we go out to eat, I hand them to the guy at the restaurant and say, go ahead and talk to your chef and see what you can feed me because I can't have any of these things. And oh, that's that great. reduced yes. my sensitivity. Unbelievable. Yeah, we just went to France on vacation and I printed it in French. And the people <laughs> we were traveling with said, there's no way the French are going to cook around your sensitivities. Well, they were delightful because I had it in French. And they would come over and pat me on the shoulder and say, we're so sorry. And then they'd go make me something fantastic. So, you know. <laughs> If you, I think, it, okay, let me keep going through the toxins. There are toxins in your meat and your fish and your chicken and your eggs um, and your cooking oils. And so I go into all of this in a book that I wrote, and I tell you not only what toxin did I find, but what did I replace it with? And then, if you don't like my choice, because we're all different, how to research to find a better one for yourself. Then the book also, I also delved into cosmetics. I was buying very expensive cosmetics that were poisoning me. Um, cosmetics are not regulated. And so the things that they put into your cosmetics are pretty horrific. So I tell you what I found there and what I cleaned up. And just to give you a quick example, I've had an itchy head for 20 years. Ends up I was allergic to a toxin in my shampoo. So I have found things that are all um, very low on what's called the EWG toxin scale. EWG is the Environmental Working Group, and they now have a database with hundreds of thousands of items, and they rate them from 1 to 10. It's pretty laborious to get in there and, and look up all the ingredients and figure out what's toxic in your life, but I did it, and that's why I think it's critical that you see what I found and what I replaced it with because I've replaced it with really amazing products. There are people out there creating 
products that are not toxic. So you need to own your own health and get into all of this and take care of yourself. Then I got into over-the-counter drugs. I was allergic to aspirin. So I have been taking Tylenol my entire life. Well, guess what one of my weak points is? It's my liver. And, Uh, you know, as I was reading, it said that Tylenol is much harder on the liver than they ever imagined. Well, I've been taking it for everything for years. And that, but I also go into aspirin and Advil and Aleve and all of that stuff. And then into um, acid blockers, which are not good for you and do all kinds of others. Everything you put in your mouth will impact something else. And a lot of the pills that we take create other problems in our body. So you need to be aware of that. I even found a great book called Drug Mugger, that if you're taking a drug, you need to know what it's taking out of your body so that you can take care of that. Um, I take metformin because I'm diabetic. That's zapping my body of vitamin C. So I take extra vitamin C, that kind of thing. And then I go into what's in your kitchen. Boy, I didn't want to give up that pot that had the Teflon coating because it didn't stick. And so I loved it. And not only was it putting toxins in my food with the little black things that were coming into my food, but it was releasing toxins into the air, which I was breathing. And so there are solutions for that. And um, the plastic things that you use in the kitchen to flip your your burgers on the pan, that's all got toxins in it. So there are, you know, I've replaced all of that with silicon, which does, is not toxic to the body. Cleaning supplies, the most toxic thing in your house, are the little pods you use to wash your dishes and your, your laundry. It's so toxic that I read that if a toddler picked up one and ate it, you probably couldn't get them to the emergency room. Well, I, you know, we don't, the skin is our largest organ and anything we put, um, if we wash our clothes in toxins, then we put our clothes on, that's leaching toxins into our body. Not a good thing. And I have found an incredible cleaning supply called Branch Basics, which are all the ingredients are ones on the EWG scale, and it cleans better than all the other stuff I used to use. One of the things I first loved about it is I eat a lot of pastured eggs, and I hate the way it sticks to my plate in the morning. So you just spray it with Branch Basics, and you walk away for five minutes, and it slides right off, and then you can wash the plate. And I use it to clean my floors, my counters. I even use it in my laundry sometimes. I use it to wash my bathroom and it's completely not toxic so wow what a win so the whole journey is about finding all these products and what to replace them with Um, and people say to me it's overwhelming I can't do that you do it over time because it's about toxic load so every toxin you remove is one step closer to health and over five years I was able to remove all of these toxins and replace them and what I recommend is you find What's toxic? You write down what a replacement's going to be, and when you run out of the first one, you buy the better one, and then you're off and running. And little by little, you lower your toxic load significantly. And then the final section of my book is about toxins of the mind. Stress, which is a huge cause of leaky gut, not only the toxins that we have in our environment, our food, and our, um, our pills and our cosmetics, but also just stress itself which I was feeding on. So reducing the stress is critical. 
I use a great exercise that was um, put out by Dr. Andrew Weil, which is a four, seven, eight breathing exercise that significantly lowers your parasympathetic nervous system. And um, you do it twice a day for two minutes. I have started doing that. My doctor can't believe how much better my pulse is since I'm doing that. So there's little things you can do to reduce your stress, but the book has, I think, 36 ways to reduce stress. And then I go into sleep. If you think that your body is not active while you're sleeping, you're wrong. That's when it does its tune-up. All the systems in your body get orchestrated from the gut. The gut is a little brain. And when you're sleeping, all of those body functions have to take place so that you're ready to start the next day as a fine-tuned machine. Um, I was just listening to NPR, and there's a new book out that considers seven hours or more of sleep to be even more important than controlling stress. So I would say they're both important and you have to figure out how to make sure you have enough time to get that seven hours or more sleep. And then I also give a lot of suggestions on how to do that. And then I go into what's called ANTS, Anxious Negative Thoughts, which is from Dr. Daniel Amen. He named them that, and that's how to control anxiety. I had a huge dose of anxiety. My mother was a warrior. I was a warrior. And it ends up I actually had a little bit of a chemical imbalance that was causing all the worrying. So taking care of that and talking back to your inner critic so that your inner champion can come through is really critical. And then I go into toxic relationships. When I first got sick, the man who I had been with for a long time announced to me he didn't like it that I was sick. We'd been eating our way through Pasadena, California, and he wanted to keep eating all that rich, heavy food. And I I knew I had to change. And so that relationship imploded. But along the way, I also went out and went for a guy that would support me in my journey. So I went online and I put down, I wanted a guy who wanted to go on a get well journey, who was ethical, who was smart, who could keep me on my toes. And I met the guy. And so two and a half years ago, we got married. He's lost 70 pounds since we've been together. Um, So he considers himself my first coaching victory. But having positive relationships in your life is critical. And so I go into no matter what kind of relationship it is, if it is toxic, there are a series of things you have to do. You have to take it by the the horns. You have to sit down with that person. Tell them what you need from them. Tell them you know they love you and they want to give it to you. But if they can't give it to you, then you got to walk away because it's killing you. Um, And it doesn't matter if it's a love relationship, it's a friendship, it's a work relationship. You have to do everything in your power to turn it non-toxic. And if you've given it your best and you still can't do that, then you have to move on. And then the final part of it is about what I call toxic lack of movement. Um, I have never liked to exercise, and so I recognize how critically important, especially now that I am old, that I need to move my body, stretch my body, keep my heartbeat going, uh, and that's a great way to release stress. So I now do two things, which are for the people who don't like to do this. I bought what I call my mini trampoline. It's a rebounder, and I record country western music the top 20 every sunday morning never been a country western lover but i've become one (laughs) and for a half an hour every day i hop on my little um rebounder 
which moves all of the sludge from my lymph system out of my body. So the lymph system goes around all the cells, picks up all the garbage, and then you got to get it out. So the rebounder helps me get all that out. And then I am doing something um, that's a Korean form of um, like Tai Chi. It's called body and brain yoga, but it is, it, it takes care of all the different aspects that you need from exercise in a very mind positive way. So again, it's very stress releasing. It's a great community. My husband loves it as much as I do. And so we go on a regular basis and that gets my heartbeat going. It's giving me stretching. Um, it's built building resistance. So I'm maintaining my muscle. And so all of this has been part of my journey and everybody can go through it. Originally I wrote my book geared towards people with autoimmune disease but in reality, we all need to eliminate toxins. Once the book was published, the first place I spoke was to cancer survivors at my local hospital. They've been hit first with the disease, then with the treatment, all of which has been toxic to their body. And so they, more than anybody, almost need to clean up the toxins. So I've now talked to them twice. Um, I'm talking to stroke survivors this month at my hospital because you need to do it now so you don't end up where I was because the year of pain that I had not eating this stuff and cleaning up has been worth it every single day. So you don't want to get where I was. Protect yourself and do it now. Yeah, and your story is very similar to mine. I have four boys, and so one of them had this horrible rash all over his body. And when we took him to the medical doctors, they were telling him, you know, you have eczema, you need this steroid cream. And so we tried out the steroid cream in the beginning, and lo and behold, it actually went away. However, when it came back a week after he got off the steroids, it was worse, and it, and it started spreading from his legs up through his trunk of his body into his arms, and then eventually up to his neck and face. And when it started going to the face, that's when my wife started really getting worried because she's worried about scarring and how this would affect him. Well, it turns out that when we uh, changed doctors, and like you, went and did some research, we did some proper testing or some different testing and found out it was an allergy and removed the toxin, and he's great. You know, he's all better. Now, and I'm sure that my listeners want to know, because they're kind of curious like you, what type of testing is, is the right testing? When I was still with my conventional doctor, we ran allergy tests, and we did the one where they, they taped all of the allergens on my back. And it ended up, the only thing I was allergic to was the tape that held the, the tests on my back. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, she thought maybe it was because I was in menopause that I started having um, some of my issues. When I got to my functional doctor, we ran a Genova test, and there are three or four different ones that we ran. And um, there are two ways to find um, sensitivities. One is to run the Genova test, and the other is to do what's called an elimination test. Had we done an elimination test where I would have taken out the most usual culprits, it really wouldn't have helped me because, of course, I'm not normal, and those were not the things I was sensitive to. Some of the things I am sensitive to are herbs. And so it was in the last panel that we ran. So I have eliminated basil and mustard and fennel, and I thought, no, that's not in anything. Well, it's in everything. So um, sage, those are big um, sensitivities for me. Um, but also things like chicken. I used to eat so much chicken, I thought I was going to cluck. Chicken showed up as a big sensitivity for me. 
Milk is a usual culprit, and I have a big reaction to milk. I'm allergic to, I'm not allergic, I'm sensitive to the milk solids, to the casein and the whey in milk. Um, so I believe in taking the Genova test because then you get um, a full list of things that are high, medium, and low that are, your body is sensitive to. The idea is that many people can start to eliminate them for a, like a year and then slowly reintroduce them and your body will no longer be sensitive to them. That has not been my case. Um, every time I try to reintroduce one of my sensitivities, I go into what's called a flare, which is where all my autoimmune systems come back and I have the pain and the brain fog. Um, and so it's not worth it to me. The things that are on my list are my kryptonite and that's just the way it's going to be. So you learn, you, and it, I, I didn't go into this, but it's really critical that you cook because if you cook, you can control what you're putting into your body. And I've become a very inventive cook because I cook around these 18 things, but it doesn't mean that you don't eat yummy things. Um, my husband and I are hardly deprived. We just eat really clean, wonderful, tasty food. And I can, I'm to the point where I can take any recipe and go down it and convert it to things that are going to be healthier for me and then go into the kitchen and cook. So if you're going out, you are taking a risk that they're going to use ingredients that you are not going to like. And so, I mean, before we go to a restaurant, I call, I have a long conversation with them about what I need to see if they can accommodate me. And, you know, I've become kind of pushy about it, but you'd be amazed how people want to help you. So if they have the ingredients and they cook kind of clean in the first place, then they are more than happy to work around what I need. So um, you have to own your own health and take, take the bull by the horns and just do it. Um, and I didn't go into water, which was another eye-opener. I thought the Flint, Michigan thing was unique. Well, it's not. There are lots of cities in America that have a lot of lead. And even if it's not lead, there are all kinds of other toxins in your water. So putting a good filter system, at least in your kitchen, and using that as your drinking water, and then getting rid of the plastic bottles Plastic water is plastic bottled water is even less regulated than what comes out of your tap. So I now have a bunch of stainless steel without nickel bottles that I fill up, whether I'm going to be home or I'm going to be out in the world. I take them with me everywhere I go. And if I'm going to be out too long for one bottle, I bought a jug and I fill it up and it travels with me. And because it's in stainless steel, when it gets hot, it doesn't change the toxicity of the water. So there are ways to do all of this. Um, you just have to really want to be well. Now, do you have a milk substitute that you use? Yeah, I use almond milk, which my body likes. Uh, I, um, you have to make sure that it doesn't have carcinogen, um, carcinogen in, it in the form of carrageenan. So that took a little bit of finding. Um, I do use some coconut milk, especially when I'm cooking. Um, the alternative milks are really good. I have tried cashew milk. Um, tastes good. Um, but I prefer the almond milk. And so I just stay away. And the, the thing I miss the most is cheese. But Kite Hill, which is a new product, also makes um, almond milk cream cheese, almond milk ricotta, so that kind of solves some of that problem. So I use those when I'm cooking. So there's, there's things coming out. 
that will help you stay on track. And a lot of people are sensitive to dairy. Um, but beyond that, conventional dairy, which I go into at length, is pretty disgusting because not only are you eating fake synthetic hormones and antibiotics that are coming through the milk because they're trying to keep the animal as healthy as possible and really pretty disgusting conditions. But um, one of the other things I learned, which shocked me, is you don't want to be using low-fat and non-fat milk because they took out the most expensive part of the milk and kept it for themselves, which was the fat. And then they do something where they like blow dry and make dried milk that they put back in to give it some body and flavor. And that stuff causes cholesterol, which is one of our cholesterol issues. So you want to make sure if you're going to drink milk, it's from organic grass-fed cows that don't have extra hormones added into the milk. And you want to make sure you're using full fat and preferably even raw, which was a surprise to me since we thought that that was what caused so much disease. Well, it ends up in its raw form, it has all kinds of health benefits. So if you really want to stick with dairy, you need to take a look at what kind of dairy you're using. Yeah, and I'll have to... Now, my listeners may not know this because I don't think we hit on it earlier in the interview, but it's pretty early in the morning and Cheryl's here on this interview. You can feel the energy <laughs> coming from you. And so uh, you're, you're, you sound and you're probably acting, you're probably doing a lot more than most people your age. Well, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I turned 69 in January and... Um, people tease me that I have more energy than a 30-year-old. And in a lot of ways, I do now. But I had chronic fatigue when I started this journey um, because I was stressed all the time and because I was doing all the bad lifestyle habits. I had diminished my cortisol down to nothing. And what is cortisol? Cortisol is the body's natural steroid. And um, stress feeds on cortisol. And if you're not careful, it can lower it. And when you have low cortisol, you also have what's called chronic fatigue, where you get up in the morning with tremendous brain fog and you're drooping and you don't have any energy and you don't really want to face the day. Well, it ended up my conventional doctor, I wasn't diseased and therefore it wasn't a problem. Well, it was a problem because it was almost to disease state and it was a pretty easy fix. I start, I spray a spray of DHEA under my tongue and because DHEA makes cortisol, that replaces the DHEA and then the DHEA replaces the cortisol and so then my body goes back to more normal levels and my energy is back. So um, it's, it's really, there are a lot of things you can do to help yourself and a functional doctor is probably or an integrative doctor are going to be more likely to get you on the right path. Yeah, and as, I mean, this interview, is, this time has flown by. I mean, there's so much information that people can get out of this interview. But sometimes that leads to overload. And I know when I was studying uh, nutrition in, in college, and then I started learning about toxicity, I almost came to the conclusion that we can't drink, eat, or breathe, or even live anywhere <laughs> without becoming exposed to some toxin. And so it was just mind overload. But I like how you kind of break some things down. So for our listeners, if you can give them one place to start or one piece of advice that they can implement now at home, what would that be? To start the breathing exercise. 
because that's an easy thing to do. And if you can keep your stress level at bay, that's a great place to start. Now, can you walk us through that breathing exercise? Okay. <clears throat> you breathe in through your mouth. Oh, no. You breathe in through your nose to a count of four. So you breathe in, then you hold it for a count of six, and then you put your tongue up against your teeth and blow it out with a whoosh sound through your mouth to a count of seven. And you do it three times in a row. So it's breathe in for four, hold for six, and then whoosh it out of your mouth for seven. You do that three times, and it has been proven to lower your parasympathetic nervous system. You can actually go online and watch Dr. Weil doing it um, because uh, he, he's on several videos about it because he really feels it's an incredible way to lower your parasympathetic nervous system. And um, you can, as I said, I got, uh, well, let me tell you just a quick story. I was on my way to my doctor. She's all the way in Studio City. I'm on the other side of Los Angeles. I was in terrible traffic. And so I started doing the breathing exercise to keep myself calm because I didn't want my blood pressure to be through the roof when I got there. When I walked in and they took my blood pressure, she came running out of her office and said, what did you do? I have never seen your pulse this low. That was because I'd been doing the Dr. Andrew Wild breathing exercise. It works. Oh, that's great. So, Cheryl, if people want to find out more about you or find your book, where, where can they find it? Okay. Um, I have a website that is loaded with good information, and you can buy the book from my website, which is Cheryl with a C, C-H-E-R-Y-L-M, like Mary, health, muse, capital M-U-S-E dot com. Um, so that's the best place to go for information and to see about the book. The book has now won nine awards, which I'm very proud of, because most books that talk about this don't go down to the nitty gritty, this is what I found and this is what I replaced it with. Um, and if you buy the book, contact me. You can contact me right through the website, and I will send you a workbook so that you print the chapter of the workbook of the chapter you're reading. You write down what you want to replace when you run out of it, and then when it's time, you have it in a binder where you can go, and it's an easy reference. You've already noted what it is you want to replace it with, so you don't have to go scrambling through the book again. And I'll include links in, in, uh, to your website from, from the blog article or from the post, so... Cheryl, I just want to thank you for your time today, and it's been a pleasure having you on the show, and this is actionable information that I think the listeners will really enjoy. Clean up now. Don't wait till you're too sick to do it. <laughs> thank you, and I agree. All thank right. you. Thanks for listening to the Heal Better Fast podcast at www.healbetterfast.com. Oh.